Welcome to Fit Facts Online Cut the Poll. Our tagline speaks for itself. Your roadmap to facts versus poll. We think about it often and shake our heads. Now is the time to grab the bull by its horns. Let's do this together. Our pulpit meter is ready to go. Our tagline speaks for itself. Cut the bull. Usually it's called cut the bullshit, but we try to keep it clean here. I got a special guest, Lisette. How do I say your last name? Aparicio? Apar- yeah, you said it right. Aparicio. Very good. Or you can say it in with a uh, Spanish accent. Aparicio. Aparicio. There you, you got Thank it. Thank you very much. <laughs> You are more passionate than anybody I've met Aww. so far. You're a passionate runner. It's part of your life, correct? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a big part of my life. Yes, I'm very passionate about running. Let's talk about cardio, not mm-hmm. just going to the gym, but is that your main cardio? That is my main cardio, and I would say that is my main workout too. Sadly, it should be a little more balanced. Um, okay. But yeah, running is definitely my number one form of cardio in any type of fitness. Now, let me ask you a question. Uh, when did you really start getting serious about running long distance? Ooh, so it actually happened, I would say, about three three years ago or so. Um, I This was me post-college. I moved to L.A. I um, kind of was missing a, just that like element of um, competition and just like something to look forward to and a group of friends too I guess you could say that mm-hmm. were just passionate about the same thing and running has always been my foundation like I never let running go since I was a kid it was passed on to me by my father it was something to do with my sisters but I just like I would run by myself every day in Santa Monica and I just didn't have the group of friends that were runners and I was like I need to find more runners like friends that like what I want, like to do on a right. daily basis you were looking for a group exactly I was looking for a group and I found it through Nike um, they were doing run clubs at the time. They were called NRC, Nike Run Club. Mm-hmm. And all of um, the LA stores hosted runs um, like twice a week. Um, and I was local to Santa Monica. Literally, I could walk there. It was less than a mile from me. And I would do the 7 p.m. Tuesday track workouts. And that is literally, although it's funny because it's speed, it's short. It was distance. It was literally just speed workouts. But that is what convinced me to run a marathon <laughs> of all things, right? So... Um, it was literally the influence so of others. So that was kind of the beginning of you getting more serious. Exactly. That right? was the what allowed me to find my fast again or my competitive edge. And, you know, I realized with the community and with people around you, you're more likely to push yourself because you're also, we were also in teams and it was competitive. It was like, you know, we had, there was Bolt, which was the fastest team. And then there was like Sexy Pace Group, which was like, you know, slower. And it was, it was community. No one was competing yeah, yeah, per yeah. se, but like I'm competitive with myself. So... <laughs> So the cool thing is that uh, the reason I want to uh, introduce you yes. is um, so people can relate. Oh, yes. Because what we are trying to do here is uh, talk about running, how it can go from passion to be really competitive, how certain people just run for because uh, to lose weight. Yes. Everybody has a different reason to uh, really run. I think you're more on the competitive side. And uh, our goal is, since this is fit facts, we're going to talk about facts mm-hmm. versus bull. So we need to find uh, uh, topics that really helps the listener to understand. Now it makes sense, mm-hmm. you know. So uh, there's no script. Uh, we didn't rehearse this, and uh, it comes. It will come through really organic and generic. I like the way you're just going to answer me if I ask something, and uh, just be yourself. Yeah. 
people Definitely. are gonna love you for it at oh. the same time if you say something when it comes to uh on a professional level you have to understand i see running based on what i do for a living different than you do yes because i always see biomechanics behind it when i see runners i look at them the way they run the way their postures becomes you know when you do it for over 25 years it becomes a, a habit mm -hmm. and uh, of course my understanding then is different than yours and that's what we're gonna blend together today yes. and really create an awesome episode of uh running and what's out there that's really great we give it a a, a one to ten scale one being a fact and ten we call it bullshit <laughs> i like that and uh straight to the point now there's going to be some parts that are going to be a four or five mm -hmm. because we're not sure mm -hmm. and uh, that's what the experts are for sometimes when i talk about nutrition how to prepare or anything you know then i have guests on so and then i give it a four or five at least i think i have the decency based on what i do for a living if i don't know something for sure i say it mm -hmm. i have a big problem with that when people it. just blur it out yeah. And you just ask, where did you get this information from Google? Mm -hmm. Did you read it in a magazine? Because it's dangerous, you know, and that's how it spreads. Mm -hmm. You know, if you really think about it, uh, Instagram is uh, full of uh, advice when it comes to running. So mm -hmm. can I ask your age? People are going to be uh, yeah. definitely going to be interested in what you're... <laughs> I am 27 and I will be 28 in uh, less than a month. Okay. Oh, no, in just about a month, sorry. Well, a great way to ask a runner about the age is, oh, when you do a race, what is your age group usually? <laughs> that's a great way to yeah, ask, right? Yeah, that's true. <laughs> so that's a, a tough uh, group, 25 to 30, um, when you race, is that correct? I think so. You know, I don't really, I actually don't really know what it is. I, I never get too much, and that's kind of funny how you say I'm competitive, but, but there's a part yes, of me that's are. not, that doesn't, <laughs> The numbers, the numbers aspect really doesn't, that's not, that, it's a competitive, competitive in spirit, you know, and just mm -hmm. like, you know, I don't have to, I don't live by my Garmin like a lot of runners do. I don't even know my age group. <laughs> I don't know when I'm going to fall off the age group. Got I have it. no so idea. When, you, 30, 35, no when idea. you say, uh, I told you that I think you are competitive, you don't agree? You think? Uh, I think no, I 100% agree. I'm a competitive person. Okay. Um, I'm subtle. I don't know if you call them subtly or subtle. I'm a subtle competitive. So all the people <laughs> out there who know you're smiling right now, it's like, oh, yes, she is. Um, so I am competitive, but I'm competitive with myself. And I push myself and I never compare myself to other people. I think I've learned that, you know, at the end of the day, it's, yeah, it's got it. you know, you've got to feel comfortable and you've got to be good, but it's competition's healthy. And I realize that I've, I own healthy competition. I'm fully aware that I'm a competitive person, and but I also think I don't need you know to know specifics in terms of my numbers, or I just it's based on feel. That's how I feel. You know, like if I went in and I started a race, finished a race, feeling great, pushed myself to the max, didn't give into the pain, didn't slow down, then then I did the best in terms of my own competitive. Got it. Okay. Self, right. So, yeah. Now that we uh, got to know you. <laughs> the audience knows who you are. Let's get to the real stuff. Okay. okay. I uh, would assume that uh, as a runner, passionate runner, how many miles a week do you think you pull in? Ooh. Well, it really depends on what I'm training for. Mm -hmm. um, if it's a marathon, it's probably like at least 50. Um, I. By yeah. the way, that's a good answer yeah. because a lot of people, when you ask them, 
how many miles a week do you run? It really depends. Yeah. Are you preparing for something or are you just running for fun to lose weight, whatever, right? Yeah, exactly. Correct. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, no, you have to put that in changes. the work. Yeah. yeah, you have to put in the work. A marathon definitely have to put in, you know, a lot of mileage um, every week because your body needs to get used to being hitting the ground for 26.2 miles. And that's a long time. For some, most people, it's four plus hours and, you know, and a lot of people it's under that. But um, yeah, so about 50 if I'm training for a marathon and, uh, anything else though I don't really have kind of a set schedule because I haven't had a training plan for like 5k's 10k's halves right. I kind of just you just go for it I when just it go feels for it. right yeah, exactly right? exactly so it's more so that the marathon is when I really have to kind of I think that's a huge majority of runners mm-hmm. out there they just go for a run because they feel mm-hmm. like going yeah, for running, like going which for is really good yes I think that's when running is perfect yeah. and you don't have to look at your time mm-hmm. nobody cares yeah. if it's just for yourself as long as you feel good right mm-hmm. if you train for something if it's a different story mm-hmm. now anything when it comes to training to get ready for a race let's mm-hmm. talk about that first anything that really is out there right now you think is completely wrong misinformation yes. for you when you got really into it that okay. you just were sitting there shaking your head um, so I think a common misconception about the marathon specifically, uh-huh. and I mean, for a lot of races and running in general is, is you just have to run like that's it. Like it's a race. So train for what it is. And people think, okay, if I'm going to run a marathon, I better run all these miles every day and just run, 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 run. But that's actually not correct at all. That's, that's bull. <laughs> right. Um, and you should, you should, um, cross train. So you should run and you, that's where a coach comes into play. Like I used to think like, I didn't need a coach. Essentially, you do need a plan and you do need to fit in other types of strength training workouts um, that I think a lot of runners, especially long distance runners, fail to incorporate. Um, I, it, it's a game changer. You know, we run 26 miles straight. Your body needs to be strong. And if you're running in one, like, you know, just in one direction, other muscles aren't being worked. Lateral movement isn't being worked. So that's where... You know, doing lunges, um, doing some yoga, um, just strengthening your your glutes. Glute strengthening is huge. I had a serious piriformis syndrome situation for about a year because I didn't have glute strength. I have very weak a very weak butt, which a lot of runners have too. So that's where injuries come into play, and that's when that's when running becomes not fun. Is when you get injured, right? It's there's so hard a, to start. There's back. nothing uh, worse than actually starting to run training for something yeah. and then injury oh shuts goodness. you down oh it's that's the, the most depressing it's it's depressing yeah. it literally equates to uh, it's the equivalent of depression definitely it so becomes- the first thing in uh, for me to jive in what you just said uh, mm-hmm. uh, that makes you a uh, uh, part of a group and there's another part of the group the other part of the group that is what you just did not explain is uh, the person is just determined to run that long distance run because Whatever happened in her life, maybe she got divorced, whatever happened, Mm -hmm. there's no preparation Mm -hmm. and just go for it. Join a club and just put the mileage in. And if something hurts, it's got to be the shoes or something else. And in reality, to 90% is mostly the body Mm -hmm. that you have not been ready Mm -hmm. to go running in the first place. And uh, that's the number one cause of injury amongst beginners is um, not being ready to run. Everybody thinks it's like, what do you mean? Everybody can run. There's a lot of people I've seen in my past 20 years getting injured from running with shin splints or a runner's knee, whatever have you. And I said it flat out, you know what? Uh, the only reason you have all the symptoms 
is because uh, you're not in shape to run it the first place. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. You knocked true. out 10 miles right away from the beginning mm -hmm. instead of just getting ready slowly. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. think you're right. I think it's easing into it yeah. is huge. Um, I think I kind of skipped over that and just went straight to like, oh, like strength training. That's the next step, I Yeah, think. no, no, but uh, <laughs> that's a different group because yeah. you, before you started running, already did yes. uh, exercise. That's right. And that's what I'm trying to uh, explain here. There's a huge difference. Foundation. Unfortunately, with running, uh, there's a, a group of uh, runners out there not being interested in anything but running. Mm -hmm. When you ask him, say, what do you mean? I, I, don't, I don't need cross training. I just run my six days a week. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. No, uh, uh, you know, sit-ups, no planking, no core exercises, no stabilization, uh, no nothing. So what do you expect? You know, mm -hmm. over time. Over time. Also, yeah. you wear and tear is going to kick yeah, in. Yeah, it's going because to catch Because nothing up. else is happening. Mm -hmm. So that's the diff. That's the other group and then there's you and then there is the really the pros you know if the pros uh, uh, train six hours a day they're being told anyway what to do and then there's somebody who is like yourself you already know what to do you know you were in shape and then there's the person who is starting who doesn't know any better mm -hmm. and the only way they can get the information is going on the internet and looking at somebody like you mm -hmm. said that's what Lizeth does and that's what I'm going to do too. Yeah, yes. But this day and night between them and you. Mm -hmm. And that's the problem that needs mm -hmm. to be fixed. I think that's, I mm -hmm. think you hit it on the nail there. Um, that's, that's, it's huge. Like every single body is so different. Every person comes with a different history of like sports and strength. And, you know, they may have done soccer back in the day, may have had this injury, you know, from two years ago. Everyone is different height, weight. You know, they're all exactly, it's, yeah. and it's not going to be one side. It's not a one size yeah. shoe fits all situation. Which for, takes for me to the first uh, bullshit. Uh, I give it a ten right there. I don't like the the cookie cutter method of training for something as a runner yeah. because yeah. whatever works for you doesn't work for oh, me. Definitely. Mm -hmm. And if I give uh, advice over online or on a book or on a magazine about how to train for this, how would you know? You don't know anything about your biomechanics on the person reading it, so. It's up to you, mm -hmm. the individual, to figure out, does that work for you? Mm -hmm. If not, then do some research on it. Mm -hmm. And also be careful that talking to other runners who look really successful about what works for them, that doesn't necessarily work mm -hmm. for you. Exactly. Right? And that's where, 100%, that's where talking to several people, having different sources of that's information right. is, is key because at the end of the day, you only know how you feel and you're only going to figure it out with trial by error. Like, right? Like, it takes failure to grow, and that's 100% the truth for me in running. Very true. Like, yeah. I now know I have to work on my glutes because I will have piriformis syndrome again, right? But, so Right. But you're talking about something that's so important. You, The way you talk, it's called common sense. <laughs> and that is really missing when it comes to fitness in many aspects. And that's a, a biggest crap out there. These days. It's just uh, not even funny. You know, yeah. common sense is, uh, to me, common sense is when you have a high performance car and you have no problem putting tons of money into it every month mm -hmm. from gas to this and this, but uh, you don't have any common sense to treat your body the same way as a high performance. Yeah. Yeah. Investing in your health. Yeah. Is, is so that again is common sense, which takes me to the next uh, um, topic here, uh, running stores going into stores and uh, the last time I checked and now there's always exceptions to the rule but the last time I checked I haven't found very many 
running stores where anybody talking to you about shoes, what's right for you, has any kind of background when it comes to biomechanics or anything. Mm -hmm. So it's like going to, um, it's like going to Nancy at the shoe store next uh, door and ask her if she thinks I need a root canal. Mm -hmm. She doesn't know anything about teeth, mm -hmm. you know? <laughs> yeah. So I think I have a big problem with that. That's why so many people get injured coming out of a running store buying shoes they think is right for them. They come back and say, it's the wrong shoe for you because your feet hurt. It might not be the shoe. As a matter of fact, there's a 90% chance that it's not the shoe. Mm -hmm. But the running store doesn't, uh, they're in the business of selling shoes, so mm -hmm. I understand oh, that. Definitely. But uh, for you as an individual, doesn't that make sense to sit down, do your research, and figure out what works for you and why are you hurting? Mm -hmm. Why does it feel wrong? There's so many different ways that they don't know your body, you do. Nobody knows your body the way you do, mm -hmm. unless you really have somebody professionally dissect you from head to toe. Mm -hmm. It's a different story. But that's something that gets me going and it really pisses me off because I've been seeing this for 20 years and the same bullshit over and over again. And uh, every time you try to talk to people and say, I can tell you why you're hurting. I said, oh, yeah, it's because I got the I already know it because I got I Googled it. Mm -hmm. So you Googled what? <laughs> you know, uh, as far as I'm concerned, is, I mean, it's a whole bunch of meatballs writing stuff on Google as well. So some of the stuff, you know, a lot of people are full of it. Mm -hmm. So you don't always get everything you need from Google that's correct. Of course. And if it's your body, wouldn't you care? Of course, yeah. 100%. It looks like to me I'm more bent out of shape than you are, Lisette. You got you to gotta just uh, really let me hear it because I know there's a lot of stuff you have to say. You oh, told yes. me. No, no, no. I'm, I'm Not I'm to put ready. you on the spot. <laughs> it's got to be. I, oh, so many things. I mean, I can go on and on and on about all the things. I Please do. From, <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't want to bore anyone here, but um, what have I learned? As I long learned as, as long as if you're real yeah. and talk about running, you can't bore anybody because all the runners <laughs> want to hear. Of course, the real I'm stuff. passionate about. It. I love yeah. this stuff. So, so essentially, I've learned. I mean, like I said, I've learned so many things, but I'm trying to think of the main takeaways. I mean, it's what we're talking about right now. Like, it wasn't uh, the runner I was two, three years ago when I started running competitively, as you see. And this is just locally competitive. I'm not, I'm not won any gold medals or anything. I'm not like that. Very local, just you know. Um, but I, all this stuff about strength training, uh, about balance. Um, I used to not really care about taking down my time and like the pace and the effort level, all these things that have been introduced to me through having a coach, I realize right. are very important. So you think it's you important to, to uh, get somebody, a coach? I think it is if you want to, if you're like at the fitness level that you are optimally at and you need a little bit more growth, you need okay. an extra push, right? And then I think it's for anybody too, even for someone who who isn't there on the most fit level and they just want to lose weight, like you need an accountability partner in any type of, I think, fitness, like right. growth. And any, anywhere you are, whether it's, yeah, I think especially with running, like having accountability partners is important because it can get monotonous at times. Um, you know, you need people around you. And I think, I think actually if you, let's, let's keep it simple and let me say that learning to say, okay, someone can coach me. I'm not 100%. You know, I'm not, I can't be my own coach all the time. And it's important for someone from, that comes in with a different perspective to see you. You know, you, you learn so much from the way that others 
teach you and just hold you accountable for things. And I wouldn't be the athlete that I am now if it wasn't for a coach. So I used to think like, oh, that's a waste of money or, you know, I am like an athlete. I'm fit. I already like feel strong. But when I wanted, after running my first marathon, it was torturous. Like it was the most painful thing I've experienced in running in my entire life that I told myself when I finished. I looked at my friend that did the half that day and I was like, I don't want to, why do people do this? This is the most, like, this is so hurt. This hurts. This is horrible. Like, why? And, and of course, after the next day, I felt super victorious and I felt amazing. I was like, wow, I Boston qualified on my first marathon, like by three minutes too. <laughs> Only thanks to my dad who paced me in the last six miles. But I was happy. I was like, hey, I did something that a lot, it takes a lot of people a lot of time to do. And I did it on my first try and it hurt like hell, but I still accomplished it. And who cares about the, you know, I forgot about the pain so quickly, right? right? Like so quickly. And I, then that's where my inner, inner competitiveness came out and was like, hey, I know I can do it better without it hurting. That was the beauty of the marathon. And what continues to be the beauty is that it's the one thing that by slowing down, I can excel and crush my goals, you know, which is weird because it's usually like, the faster you work, the faster you make money, the faster you do this, the faster, you know, the more you work, there's no time right, to waste. Like right, that, right. That's, that's a society we live in right it's now. It's also uh, <laughs> what we talk about, it's discipline. Yeah. You have to have discipline to juggle all this anyway. Yep. You have to be disciplined to know when to slow down. Exactly. You have exactly. to be disciplined to know when mm-hmm. not to do certain things, how to uh, stop when something doesn't feel yeah. right. There's so many different ways. Again, it's going to run us back to common sense. But discipline has a big part just to train for a big race, you know. Um, Let's get to the bullshit meter here. I got tons of stuff. Okay. (laughs) And I'm going to hear it from you and see what you have to say. The kind of shoe you run with makes a huge difference how fast you run. Those are difficult questions. Ten. Bullshit. Yeah. Okay, like that. There's not a lot to say because I agree with you on that one. It's so like a <laughs> bunch mean, of bullshit. Yeah, I do get it. There's a shoe uh, companies out there that's, that's what you promote. This shoe, I've yeah. seen it. It makes you faster. It's going to change your whole style and everything. That's bullshit. It really depends on you. It depends on a lot of stuff. I always see it this way. The car, if the frame of your car is not 100% performing, if the car itself is not performing, including the engine, the tires at the end are secondary, mm-hmm. right? First, you got to get the car running. Yeah. Then you worry about the tires, yeah. you know? And I always Somebody. think back, I know this is super Mexican of me, but <laughs> I, I read Born to Run and I'm on that train. You know, I feel like secret, secretly I like to say that I think I have Terramora blood running through my veins. <laughs> These people ran barefoot for miles and they were fast as hell, you know? And the book is amazing because the author himself went to find these this tribe of barefoot runners in you know the mountains of Mexico and and he had nice running shoes. He worked, you know, he was yeah. this American man that he had all the equipment and he was not the best runner, but he, you know, this equipment throw it that that's out the window when you're, you know. You know, with the barefoot running, I had a great uh, podcast with Dr. Altshuler. I think you met him once. He used to do. Uh, clinics in the marina mm-hmm. um, we talked about uh, some of the barefoot running in really early days you go way way back 
first of all, we all know that it's very hard to be a heel strike when you run barefoot. It doesn't it doesn't mm-hmm. feel good. So we know that mm-hmm. automatically you're going to be on your midfoot and forefoot. Yeah. You don't have a choice. Number two, in those days, people didn't sit eight hours a day on the front of the computer yeah. either where everything changes. Everything changes. So uh, uh, now they give you all kinds of different shoes to... Uh, complement whatever runner you want to be mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. the question is do you find the right stuff for you that fits best is up to you a lot and if you don't know i think it would be very beneficial to ask somebody who knows mm-hmm. and yeah. don't walk up to the next person who looks great that doesn't mean just because uh, you have nice teeth it doesn't mean uh, you're a dentist mm-hmm. so basically i'm saying just because you walk up to somebody that looked like a runner that doesn't mean uh, they know what they're talking about what yeah. works for you mm-hmm. okay 100%. so 10 can we agree to that one? Yes. Running is a solo sport. Is that full or is that true? It's uh, it yeah, on that's, your... that's a difficult one yeah. <laughs> because you can't really answer that. It depends. Uh, for, on what level? I'm just yeah. talking about myself. I like to run by myself, put on some headphones, mm-hmm. listen to my favorite it can be music. Both, right? Yeah. And I don't really want to have any anybody next to me. Yeah. See, that's so, your style. It, yeah. it, it turns out to be based on your your so yeah so basically when we talk about that and as a beginner uh, and running if you read anything like this you know again you know it does it apply to you or not so figure it out Uh, if you think you do really well by yourself stick with yourself Mm -hmm. Uh, which takes me to the one i think is the biggest bullshit you need a group to run and train for a marathon ah, for. that's not true yeah i know a lot of people that can do it themselves 100%. you know if you think it works keep doing it do it right yeah see i think that's that's, that's one other end of it i think yeah. we are in this world of like clubs and every every clothing or running store has a running club and there's running clubs everywhere i, I literally running clubs have changed my life so i will have nothing bad to say I'm right completely the opposite if anything i'm more on the end of that running but a lot a of running sport. clubs are also for the community and it's for a community and exactly. not necessarily for i know a lot of uh you know really uh pro runners to say i run by myself yeah, i don't no, need a running I think club sometimes yeah. i think actually the more the faster you are the more competitive you are the higher in ranks you are i guess you could say in terms of competitiveness and running you kind of do need to do your own thing and maybe have a few group runs to push you of people on your level but i also think that um yeah i mean i think it's always i'm it, it's definitely based on the personality trait almost yeah yeah it's like i'm social so for me but- Running with people is so much more fun than running alone. Right. But then sometimes we all have our days where it's just like, I just want to get up and run by myself, put my headphones in, have a cool run down the beach and just not have to talk. Yeah. <laughs> so it really So depends. let's say uh, that somebody starting to run and um, looking for an excuse to say, uh, I can't find a running club and that's why I'm not running. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's bullshit because you can't go right now. Yeah. Right now, anybody listening could just... Stop listening. Oh, go outside. Put on your running shoe. Don't even need running shoes. Mm-hmm. Just go run by yourself. You know, um, that's it. Yeah. Hide someone that's running. There's a big payoff afterwards. We all have this runner's hide. Feels great. You sit there afterwards. You sit the anywhere best. in the grass and you just stare <laughs> at a freaking tree for ten minutes and you think, wow, how great is that tree? I never really noticed it. It's better. It's the most natural drug. That is so awesome. Yeah. And just if they would make pills for that, I would buy a lifetime supply. <laughs> So oh, that's my good take comes on easy that. though. That's the whole point. <laughs> so anybody out there listening and wanting to get the motivation to go running, you don't need a running club. If you want to get uh, 
support of uh, uh, other runners and, and then you like the community, then there's tons of them around. Yeah, I think you know? that's And you one can thing, mix it up. I think that's one thing that I realize like is amazing about uh, social media nowadays is it really has allowed us. I mean, it's what you make of it. It can be the worst thing in the world for you if you look at it that way, but if you make good use of it, that's how I found Nike Run Club I, through Instagram. And right. that completely changed my trajectory. And, it, you know, I'm all a social person, so I was probably bound to, like, run into someone. But, like, I don't know. It just sometimes you're kind of scared to meet people in person. But, like, things are a little more accessible over social media. And people tend to be a little more accessible when you're not meeting face-to-face. So it's easier to just ask someone, hey, when does your run club meet, right? Um, and then choose to go if you do go. And I think, I mean, as far as myself, I, I'll, I mean, I'm going to use this opportunity to say, hey, if you have any questions about what run club is near me or what should I go do, I have connected with a lot of run clubs since I've started kind of immersing myself in the LA running community. So we're now like two to three years, three years now, more than that, three to four years. Um, and ask, don't be afraid. There's a lot of really nice people in the running community. I think that's what always brings me back. And I'm not saying that there's, you know, that it's like the best and the nicest in terms of like other groups and other sports, but I just meet a lot of awesome people that just want to improve themselves through running and running is very accessible. I mean, think about it. We all like, like, you know, if we're, you know, lucky enough are able to be born with, you know, I agree. The ability to run. If you are able to run, you should also already call yourself exactly. lucky, right? You're an there's a lot of it's people like to want to go running and if you uh, yeah. have a body, you are an athlete. And I also <laughs> think what you just said that, uh, uh, it's so easy to you know to start running it's very easy access right that's also the reason why it's the number one sport people get hurt because everybody thinks it's easy access so of course it's uh, like we all do i would say that that, uh, more than 60 percent of the population runs of the whole planet so it makes sense it's the Mm -hmm. most you know just be smart yeah you know just because you think you, you should be able to run 10 miles it doesn't mean just because your mind says run 10 miles Maybe your body says, uh, to hell with you, it's not going to happen. Yeah. That happens a lot. Yeah. And your body doesn't always agree with what you think. Yeah. So do it smart. Yeah. But it's easy access. Uh, you need get some shoes. Uh, if you're in really good shape, that's my thing on the bullshit meter 1 to 10 uh, with, uh, when it comes to shoes. If you're really good, in good shape, you can't get away with crappy shoes. You will be surprised. Yeah. Yeah. If you're not in shape, you're going to get hurt right away because mm-hmm. you're so vulnerable to everything. Yeah. Impact, bum, bum, bum. So yeah. you know, it's a... Yeah. It's a sad story, mm-hmm. but it's a fact. It is. It is. So the, the question is now, uh, anything in politics when it comes to uh, races, uh, how to qualify, how to, uh, to let you out running, uh, you know, when you start. There's so many different ways uh, with uh, certain races where runners complain about being too crowded. Is, is there anything you have to say about that? <laughs> You can tell me like, that nothing pissed you off when you started in some of the races. I, to be honest, I expect that maybe because I've been around running culture and racing That's culture good. long enough. Maybe it's a different experience for someone that literally just signed up for their first ever race with more than 100 people. Um, but honestly, the races I've been to, I'm not that critical. I, I honestly, I feel lucky to just run freely. I'm I'm happy when I sign up for a race and... I've never had a really bad experience in terms of the setup or like the way that they do the corrals and sometimes like they'll put you in a corral where you're like oh my gosh like things are not starting quickly enough or you know you feel very packed in that happens in marathons but that's bound to happen like I mean think about it when there's over 25,000 people running like 
marathon. <laughs> what can you do? It's humanity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And people are spectating on top of that. And there's traffic jam in the city if you're in a city. Um, it's just part of it. You have to be ready for it. That's why you get there two hours early. It's a commitment. A race is just a commitment, but it's also the fun of it. I mean, to me, that's the fun of it. Because you're prepping for something so big that so many people are doing with you and alongside you. And you know you're part of something way bigger than yourself. And it's just, that's where things get really deep and emotional for me. That's what's fun. Well, it's hard to be controversial when you're that easygoing. So I have to figure, <laughs> I have to figure out yeah, a different I have a, uh, I'm a pretty strategy here. You know that, you know that by <laughs> no, now. No, no, I, I, I get it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I wish I could think of, I mean, honestly, like, Nobody? Is no. there anything you would like to, uh, I think that's an interesting question for you because you're very open-minded. Is there anything you would want to see that would change in the running community? Um, yes, actually. I think, I mean, I'm just going to go on the topic of women empowerment and okay. focus on women because I was recently in October of last year. Um, I was part of the Nike Women's Marathon Project, and mm -hmm. ever since then, I feel like I've, I'm a growing. Just it's just inspired me. It's made me think differently about running. It educated me on so many levels. We're talking here about truth and expert opinions versus right. bull right. That was all truth because we had an expert running coach. We had a strength training coach. We were educated on every type of running shoe and why some work for others. We had a full body. Um, gait analysis, all of that. If even our shoes and our foot was like, you know, from the very minute details to the big details, everything was really like well informed, and we were all very, very well well informed throughout the process. I loved it. I was educated in a way that I hadn't been before, and because of that, I think I also learned. I also learned that hey, there's women in, in sport and women in running. It's very like newish like women weren't allowed to run a marathon not too long ago you know mm -hmm. and we fought for our chance to just run a marathon and women were told that you couldn't be run if you were pregnant even like a month or two months like it's just horrible to your child and all these things and i just realized you know what i took like some time and i remember telling one of the other girl mentors that i was you know running with through this project we were like i just realized that we were only running with guys a lot of the time mm -hmm. like at least her and i because we were a bit on the faster side and you know, it's nice to be part of this whole woman's project and be around women because once you tend to be a little bit faster as a woman, you know, there's, you just are surrounded a little by more guys. And I think that's also, I think a lot of running leaders and leaders in general tend to be men because they have that comp, you know, like, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Just, so I think what I'm saying, trying to say, I know I'm making it really long, but is I would love to see more women like showing up to run clubs and and owning it and I, I have seen it already and that's amazing I love it. I love where this is going I think by just me and by what Nike did with that women's project I think we're already seeing more friends reach out to us like saying hey I want to run hey you make it seem so doable and thank you for being real about it and um, I just want to keep saying that more of that because that is how women and women through sport can get more courage to do more amazing things in life and that's how change happens and I don't want to get political or anything, but I am definitely, that's another passion of mine is standing up for no, women's rights. I like rights. that uh, message. I think it's uh, really a good one too. Mm -hmm. I do have a little bit of information on that. About four years ago, I was working on a project uh, to write something about uh, a particular magazine in regards to the demographics of runners. Mm -hmm. And actually in the United States, it was 57% uh, women. 
mm-hmm. versus yeah. man. Mm-hmm. But where you really are dead honest, I think as a woman, don't be afraid to just join any kind of club exactly. and don't Show be up. afraid to push forward. Exactly. Because that's, that's where, where it that. gets a little lonely. Mm-hmm. And I think that's changing big mm-hmm. time because now you're seeing more women than ever flying yes. like amazing uh, yes. times at the marathons. And that's what ever. that's a good thing. Yeah, you know? it's definitely changing. And um, I think um, in talking about the percentage, you're saying 57% yeah. of the U.S., I will say that I actually recently saw that in Europe, in like yeah. France and London, like um, it's actually very low for women to enter races, which was really surprising to me because they're, you know, they're very much progressive and they're all about women's rights too, but it was just a very staggering and I felt it in real time. I ran literally a year ago. It's actually this Sunday will be a year ago that I ran the Copenhagen Marathon. That's right. Copenhagen. Harry, I was literally... Like it didn't dawn on me until I was at the start, a flood in a sea of men. And I was like, whoa. And then later after I finished the race, I found out 23% women ran that race. Yeah. 23%. And that uh, was really surprising to me. And then, I mean, I was already like, I really stood out. Everyone was kind of looking at me because it's like. It makes sense to me. I think it's going to take a few years to catch on. I think it's going to get better. Yeah, I think it's getting better. The U.S. is definitely on an upswing when it comes to the females Mm -hmm. out there. Even when I went to a, a, a triathlon in Malibu and I saw the attendance of female athletes, it was yeah, just mind-boggling. I'm like, wow, it's yeah. like 50-50. It's even now. It's, even it's really gaining steam. And I'm cool happy for that? that. I'm not so... When I say like, oh, I want to see more, I'm, I think I just want to see... Like, I know that it's better than ever, but I think it can still get better. And I think we just have to... Like, women that are in positions like that have been running or have experience or have something to teach... And the skill to teach, like, don't be afraid to be like, say, hey, like, I want to help mentor you, or I feel like I can say or give you a little tip that can help. Don't be afraid to show up and step up, because I was for so long. I didn't feel like I even just, you know, this podcast. It's amazing that you have me on here. I don't consider myself an expert at all, but just, but I do have experience. I do have experience, and I have done this for so long, and I have to be able to be comfortable saying, hey, I can actually teach you something, and. It takes time to build that, but I think we all can get there, right? Imagine if all women went from being hesitant to even start running with a running club to to saying, hey, I've been running for two years now. I ran a marathon. I ran three marathons, or you know, and just you can help someone else, and it's cyclical. It becomes this momentum that keeps going, and it grows, and it grows, and it grows. And sometimes the experience takes you to a, a certain <laughs> level, bless you. You. Not quite sure if we have to edit that or not. <laughs> That's a cute sneeze, right? Yeah, it was very cute. <laughs> so we maybe just leave it in there to just be part of that. Uh, I uh, have on some of the stations. This podcast is available on eight platforms, pretty much anywhere now. Mm, that's awesome. That opens you up to like over 700 million people worldwide. So uh, um, I'm hoping that we make a difference here with uh, running. If there's anything out there that you just want to start running for whatever reason, you know, you don't have to explain to anybody why you want to start exactly. anything. Just do it. Just do it. <laughs> okay, exactly. <laughs> and just have fun and enjoy it and be be grateful that you actually can run. Exactly. There's oh, tons of people out there it. who would watch you run by their house and that just would probably give you anything to have if they could run. Oh, you know? I think And you're I so think right. it's a big part. Yeah. That's, that's what it all comes down to. And you, I think, wrapped it up really nicely with that yeah. because... I think a lot of people see me, they're like, you're just always so happy. It must be with you yeah. running. I'm like, no, it's actually, that's where like values take shape, right? That's where you see some values. Correct. It's like, no, even if I like, 
I, I run because I realize that I, I'm lucky. I get to do this. I get yeah. to do this. You know, no, a lot of people don't. And we have to use what we've got to and do good to help those people. perfect for our rap because I think mm-hmm. the message we're trying to give besides doesn't matter if it's competitive or mm-hmm. just for fun. Doesn't matter. Nope. That the fact that uh, I think running to me means life. Okay. You feel alive. Yeah. So if you are able to go outside and run, how can you not feel alive? How can you not? You're... Yeah. So you already won. Mm-hmm. You don't need to run a race. You don't need to be running to uh, next to anybody. You don't need nothing. You already won the minute you go outside and go for it. Because there's a lot of people that are already behind you because they can't. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the awesome message we have when it comes to running. And uh, any questions, you guys can all email, you know, uh, to uh, MyFitFacts on uh, Instagram. And uh, you all know me as Harry, and you can just go on my personal Instagram. Any questions, I already do get a lot of emails, and I love to answer each one of them because they're exciting. And uh, um, thank you so much for coming, Lisa. Yeah, of course. Thank you for having and me, Harry. This was so you, much fun. You're welcome. I see you out there in the next uh, the next 10K and see if I can race you. Oh, let's do it. Yeah. 10K. I haven't raced 10K in a long time. so Awesome. Thank you so much. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Thank you for tuning into this uh, episode of Fit Facts. And remember, if it doesn't make sense, ask questions. Yeah.